and welcome back to episode nine of Sprint Race Show, the show that speeds through some of the main talking points happening in Formula One. My name is Emma Ridgway and I will be your host. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today I want to talk about Monaco because it is the next race. I want to talk about the track, the city, the race weekend and of course some history too. Like many other fans, Monaco is my favourite weekend of the entire Formula 1 season, so I am so excited for the next race. I think there is something so heightened and rare about this particular race. It seems to be the one race that even if you're not a Formula 1 fan, there's a good chance that if you see it on the TV this weekend, you'll stop, tune in and watch. It's the equivalent of the Champions League final or the Masters in Augusta or even the finals at Wimbledon. The once in a year sporting event that encapsulates Formula One's present and its history. I recall watching my very first Monaco Grand Prix back in 2007. Now you'll probably know that it was Lewis Hamilton's debut season and of course I was a big Lewis fan my best friend would come around every weekend to mine and we would watch the races together. And I remember Monaco being infuriating. Lewis was partnered with Alonso at the time who had managed to get on pole and as you can imagine, stayed there and eventually won. I was so upset at the end. I just couldn't understand why Lewis didn't win that race. He just looked so strong. He was the much quicker car and I just felt like he was cheated out of the win at the time. I remember that as a teenager, just being so confused. Now as an adult, I realized that there was a pretty logical reason why Lewis didn't win that day. A lesson that I haven't yet forgotten. Overtaking in Monaco is impossible. Okay, maybe not impossible, but definitely improbable. The narrow streets and tight corners make for the best qualifying because it's so tense and you wonder if drivers will make a mistake there. But during the race itself, there is very little overtaking. And if this were any other race weekend, we as Formula One fans would be crying out on social media for a change to the circuit to make it more exciting or to get rid of the circuit altogether in favour of a wider track. Then why is there still so much fanfare and excitement around Monaco race weekend? Well, it's arguable that it's here where the lack of ability to overtake makes for a very unique race. It's probably the only circuit on the calendar where you can win if your car is much worse off and there are fewer greater examples than this than Hamilton in 2019, which incidentally was the last time that we were there. Looking back at this race, Hamilton and Verstappen both pitted on lap 11 with Lewis 45 laps later getting on the radio to his engineer Bono, stating that his tyres were dead and that they were going to lose the race. Bono's reply was so funny. He said, so long as Lewis could keep up with the cars in front, then they will be fine. Now, the cars in front were obviously the back markers who we would normally expect to just be overtaken. And because this is Monaco and the number of opportunities to overtake are so sparse, getting stuck behind the back markers actually made it even harder for Verstappen to overtake. Lewis held on for a further 22 laps after this point, a remarkable task aided by the track's layout and speed, but still a performance worthy of a world champion. The fact that the circuit was so challenging to overtake on allowed us as fans to witness a stunning defence 
and a monumental win which we still regularly refer back to 38 races later. Now, Monaco is also unusual in the fact that qualifying is probably better than the race itself. As I just mentioned, the races can be extraordinary and the backdrop of the city and the boats just add to the atmosphere. But I don't think qualifying in Monaco gets quite as much attention as it deserves. To me, Monaco is the best qualifying of the year, hands down. Why? Mostly because drivers know that where they qualify is likely where they will end up in the race. So they all treat it like the final laps of the race itself. And it's phenomenal. Monaco is home to probably the greatest qualifying lap of all time, which is of course Senna in 1988. And if you watch that clip on YouTube, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. I did see a lot of talk online after Formula E raced in Monaco, and yes, I thought that that too was amazing. The tight racing and overtaking was something the likes of which I've never seen around Monaco. And a lot of Formula One fans were like, this is what we need. This is what Monaco is missing. And I don't entirely agree. I love Monaco for all it's worth. And I actually love that Saturday plays a big part. Would I enjoy if every race was like Monaco? I probably wouldn't agree, which is probably why I'm not a big fan of a lot of the other street circuits in Formula One. I feel like Monaco is unique and special and Formula One have tried to replicate that as much as they can in other races, and I just don't feel like it has the same effect. However, I want every excuse to tune into Monaco on a race weekend, and if that means watching every single practice session to see who might have the edge in qualifying, or every single qualifying session to see who might have the edge in the race, then I will happily oblige and watch those cars wrestle their way through the best streets in the Formula One calendar. So we only have a few days to wait until the joys begin again. Last year we missed it more than ever and I cannot wait for my favourite race weekend of the season. That is all for this week. If you don't already follow me on TikTok or Twitter, I am at Sprint Race Show. Please get in touch and let me know what you think about the upcoming race weekend. I will give my thoughts after the Monaco Grand Prix, of course, but until then, thank you very much. <laughs>